And uh, well, good morning, everybody, especially uh, if you're online with us this morning. And we expect and suspect that there's a large percentage, percentage of us online today. I don't know what happened to the weathermen. I saw no things about snow this morning or what was the deal. But, you know, it is, it is Michigan. I have lived here 50 years, and it doesn't change, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. But anyway, we welcome you, whether you're with us now live on Facebook, YouTube, ccmonline.org, or you're joining us later today, or even have joined us uh, on our podcast this week. We're just so grateful that you're here with us. Don't forget to get your elements uh, for communion. We'll be receiving those after the message today. And um, we're just super excited that you're here with us. You're celebrating with us as a community today. And we're grateful that God is with us today. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we all pray. I played the teacher, the preacher, guru Maintaining posture, separating me and you As if the thoughts of God were mine and mine to speak I've listened with an agenda so I could prove All of the things I believe to be true just to hide the fear of being weak. Then the scorecards balance out the scales. We are one when distracted by our different sails. Underneath what's detectable with Particles vibrating with the same light. If we keep running around deciding who's right and wrong, then tell me where are we headed? How can we all belong when all our logic is colliding and it's constantly dividing me from you? Protestations on your tongue Shut your brain up long enough To hear the lonely hum Underneath what's detectable with lights Every particle's vibrating with the one
love to hear this hum underneath it all, which is God in us, the one life, Christ. And so this morning we're praying that the voice that we hear is yours, that the gift that we receive is the life of God in each and every person in this room. And so God help us to open up to a whole nother level of knowing you today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. AJ, will you read the scripture for us this morning? Sure. From Luke chapter 3, when all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor, It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. Can we say this together? If today you hear God's voice... Let's say it again. Today, if you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. Let's try it again. Today, if you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. One more time. Today, if you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. You might want to write that down if you have a pen and paper. You know, the only difference between remembering on Tuesday what we said today is a pencil. When we write down what we've heard, there's something that actually, this is true, we will remember. And I love the idea that this kind of has a cadence. You know, there's this, um, it's kind of cool. It's, it's like one of those things with, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Everybody say that. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Right? If today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. Like you could memorize this and it could be this prayer that might pray in you throughout the day so that we don't forget. So say it with me. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again, right? If today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. 
Yeah, you never thought you were going to hear, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, and, you know, that we were going to have you memorize that. But here's my point. There are, there are ways that open us up to hear God's voice, and oh, how we need to hear God's voice in these days. Can I get an amen for sure? And don't you love this picture? It's like a flame in the shape of an ear. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. That's a good word for me. I don't know about you, but I need it. Don't you? Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened in the scripture. Jesus is talking back to the devil. So just say this, I talk back to the devil. Yeah, let's do that. Because there are three lies here that the evil one is bringing to Jesus. You know, basically to Jesus, it's like, you are what you do. So if you can tell these stones to become bread, then you're really the son of God. Even though the heavens opened up and there was a voice. I mean, would you doubt that? Like if the, the heavens opened up right now and said, hey, Griff. You are my beloved son, right? Hey, Linda, you are my beloved daughter, right? I mean, if we saw, if we saw the heavens open up and this, you are my beloved. And I love one of the versions, um, and on you my favor rests. Now, if you want to know the difference between the Gospels, go back and listen to Scott's message from last week because he gave this passage, this story um, from the Gospel of Matthew. Right, honey? And, um, and if you want to know the difference between all four of the Gospels and how they come together, come to the Bible study on Wednesday night that Samuel is teaching because there's something really wonderful about the fact that God knows you just like God knew Matt, Mark, Luke, and John. And God spoke through Matt, Mark, Luke, and John in Matt language, Mark language, Luke language, and John language, right? And then you hear in, in, the, in the most prominent persons in the scripture, people like Mary, who would use words that later came out of her son's mouth. But first they came out of Mary's mouth. Like Mary said, let it be unto me. And Jesus said, not my will, but your will. Like, when you bring your voice to talk about your own identity with God, you actually might inspire someone to find out who they are. Right? That, that was the inspiration. I mean, Jesus really, maybe the man side of Jesus needed to hear, you're my beloved son, but the God side of Jesus already knew who he was. And have you ever forgotten who you are? You haven't? Wow, you're the first person I ever met. Because, like, when I get hateful or judgmental, I forget who I am. Right? When I, when I, when I want to um, give in to the lies that I am what I do, I am what others say about me, I am what I have, I forget who I am. It's really true. When I think I have to have stuff to impress you, I have forgotten who I am. When how I see myself depends on what Bonnie says about me, well, that's always good because she always says good things, but let me choose someone else in the room. (laughs) 
But if I believed who I am by what you say about me, that would totally wreck me unless you're agreeing with God. Right? Like if you're, if you're, if you're agreeing with God, then I can agree with you. See, Jesus went into the desert to deal with the lies that we were going to face our entire lives. Like we need more stuff. We need people to think particular things about us, right? And I got to be really successful in order to have anybody love me and say I am the beloved. See, this is so good of Jesus to do this for us. Like he's annihilating the lies. Um, Frederick Buechner, who's a theologian, brilliant theologian, says Jesus went off alone into the wilderness where he spent 40 days asking himself the question on what it meant to be Jesus. During Lent, we are supposed to ask what it means to be ourselves. Like some people think that Lent is just a time to torture yourself. Like, don't eat, don't drink, don't swear, don't smoke, don't, you know, I mean, it's like that, that kind of thing. It's really a time to remember ourselves as God sees us. And so our beloved Linda made this beautiful painting, and I asked her if we not only could utilize this painting, but if we could sell little greeting cards um, and, you know, just assuming that we could pay Linda for her art. And she's like, well, the proceeds can go for the kids of Haiti. So if you donate and buy any of those cards, it will go to the kids of Haiti. Because Linda's really cool. And she's a great artist. And, um, and if you didn't know that, you know, you know now. And I'll introduce you to Linda because she has, she has produced art over these years that has helped us remember who we are. Oh my gosh, we have to remember who we are, my friends. Jesus went off alone into the wilderness where he spent 40 days asking himself the question, what it meant to be Jesus. During Lent, we are supposed to ask what it means to be ourselves, as God intended. See, I'm convinced the chief work of life is discovering and living in your God-given identity. Fasting all the lies and temptations that keep you from the truth. I mean, I I don't think Jesus cares if you eat meat or not, shellfish or not. You're a vegan, you're a pescatarian. Is it pescatarian? No, pescatarian, pescatarian, carnivore, herbivore. You know, I mean, I think... I think Jesus wants you to fast lies and temptations that keep you from knowing yourself, made in God's own image. Like if we fast anything this Lent, let's give that up. Give it up. Everybody say, give it up. up. Right? If today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. Do it with me. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. See, Jesus, wow, he was the I am who I am. And Jesus claimed his life before he gave his life up. Do you know that? See, a lot of times we we practice poor psychology and poor spirituality in the church and tell people you need to give your life up before they actually even know who they are. And then that just is like doormat city. And people get used and abused. And um, as Scott always says, you can only give the gift of martyrdom one time. Save your gift right? So this beautiful thing, like Jesus, wa- Jesus needed to claim a life before he laid his life down. 
He needed to come out and say, I am. He, he needed to tell the devil with the lies and the temptations. Man doesn't live by bread alone. Do you know who my dad is? Worship him. How many have ever pulled the do you know who my dad is card? Yeah. Okay. So I was a teenager. I went to um, Outer Drive Hospital to get a job, and I sat down, and the person who was interviewing me was not impressed with me. And so I said, well, do you know who my dad is? Like I pulled the, you know, my dad's the chair of the board of these hospitals kind of thing. When I went home, my dad said, did you say this at the hospital today? And um, I was like, no. Yeah, anyway, that's a whole other message right there. One time, Ian and uh, his grandpa Dick were driving, and Ian was speeding. And, um, Dad, I love you, but um, you let my son speed and didn't tell him not to. But what he did is when they got pulled over by the police... Scott's dad leans over and says, hello, officer. Do you know who my son is? Sean Loridge. He's a Michigan State police officer. Have you ever pulled that card? Do you know who? Whatever, whatever it is. You go to the ice cream store, you say, do you know who the owner is? Vaughn Friends. <laughs> like, we pull the card of do you know? You know? Do you know? And, and I think... God smiles, just like my dad did. He didn't get mad at me, but he wanted to make sure that I knew to invoke his name correctly. And I'm sure Sean would appreciate that his name was invoked correctly. And I'm sure that Vaughn is not giving everybody free ice cream because you know his name now. So it's not like we go out and we name these things for our own selfish ambition. It is about claiming a self in God so that we can bring ourselves to the world. Jesus went off alone into the wilderness where he spent 40 days asking himself the question what it meant to be Jesus. And during Lent, we are supposed to ask what it means to be ourselves. So, you know, you guys, some of you know that Scott, he's like a long faster. I signed him up for only three days, and he hasn't eaten since Ash Wednesday. And he gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Like, don't do that at home without permission from your doctor. He has permission from his doctor. But, like, last night we're sitting there after the spiritual direction school, and one of the leaders that came in from Chicago and and, um, Stacy Livingston and I and some folks on Zoom, we're sitting in the living room, and Scott is serving us bringing us out charcuterie and doing all, and, and he's not eating. And I love the rendition of Jesus by Linda because it looks like Scott to me. Like he's not all hangry. He's chilling with his heavenly parent. He's in fellowship, knowing that his ministry life is about to begin and that he can't go out there with you until he goes in here with him. And as he deals with temptations and lies, he can come out and be with you. Did you ever notice that when you're hateful, you'll be mean to people? But when you, you know, like, do you notice when you're loving to people? Like, you came, you probably came out of a good love sauna. Like, you were just with someone that showered the people you love with love. 
and you came out and you're all, you're feeling love, man. You are feeling love. You leave church. Don't you typically, aren't you nice to people when you leave church? You know, until at least three o'clock. But, but you are feeling the presence of having been with Jesus and the people of God. And, and then, if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. If that could come back to you to remind you at 3 o'clock when you're about to be hateful in that email or that person that's driving next to you or your judgment of somebody in the news, it would be super helpful. Your being loved, belovedness, required you be who you are and not who you aren't. Amen, amen. You want to read it with me? Your being loved, belovedness, requires you to be who you are, not who you aren't. And Jesus was being Jesus, and Scott was being Scott. And when you are yourself, your best self, your belovedness, you know who you are, and you don't try to be who you aren't. This is what one pediatric psychologist says, when you parent, it's crucial you realize you aren't raising a mini-me. Maybe we could all strike that language for this reason. But a spirit throbbing with its own signature. For this reason, it's important to separate who you are from each other, or from each of your children, who, let me try that again. For this reason, it's important to separate who you are from each of your ch- Who? Who are you? I really want to know. Okay. Um, children aren't ours to possess or own in any way. When we know this in the depths of our soul, we tailor our raising of them to their needs rather than molding them to fit our needs. It's no surprise we fail to tune into our children's essence. How can we listen to them when so many of us barely listen to ourselves? How can we listen to them when so many of us barely listen to ourselves? How can we feel their spirit and hear the beat of their heart if we can't do this in our own life? And it's hard as parents, isn't it? Like we want, you know, like we have ideas for our kids. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And and, and it's kind of cute when people say that's their mini-me. I don't think they're trying to be bad. But I think it's unfortunate. And it might be some language that we might want to consider letting go of. Because we want their own hearts to throb the way God made them. My mother used to say it this way, your children come not from you, but through you. Now, she said that she was quoting Hafiz. She may have been. I don't know, but I hear it in my mother's tone of voice. And if today I hear her voice, I'll harden not my heart. Because my heavenly parent reminds me, even as a a mom and a grandmother, like I don't want to create my children or my grandchildren in my own image. And that can be really hard. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I I am the best. (laughs) And of course, they should be exactly like me. You know, and I think it's really interesting because, like, two of our three children have a way better sense of humor than I do. 
Like, I, sometimes I'm so serious, I need to get a life, right? But then again, that's their heartthrob. I'm not saying that one of them isn't funny, and I won't tell you which one isn't. I won't tell you which one's less funny. Anyway, forget it, I'm getting in trouble. Um, but I think about the fact that my children came th- through me. They're not my mini-me's. I don't own them, right? And there is an individual heart throb. So I want to ask, what lies do you need to fast in order to know who you really are? Because if your parents put things on you, like you need to be good, you need to be successful, you need to be a bookworm, you need to be, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, fill in the blank, whatever your parents have put on you, because We're not made in their image. We're made in God's image. We each have an individual heartbeat. So what lies do you need to fast in order to know who you really are? Because Jesus spent 40 days in the desert learning what it was like to be Jesus. And I'm praying that these 40 days we're learning what it's like to be us. What if we fasted the three lies? I am what I do. I am what others say about me. I am what I have. What would happen? I think we'd need less. I think we'd stop asking people, what do you think about me, and need their thumbs up and hearts on our social media. I think we'd quit buying stupid stuff. That doesn't last. Maybe. When you know God's opinion of you and agree with it, you will see what God sees in you and in others. I think there's a dream for people to come up out of the desert. Like it says in the Song of Solomon, leaning on our beloved who is Jesus, and actually seeing people in ways that they feel loved by us rather than judged by us or pushed by us or dismissed by us. You know, can you imagine if we came out of these 40 days, whatever you're fasting? As I said, Scott fasted food, but that is not me sitting under the tree like that. I had to fast some words that I have been saying. It was an invitation for me to let some words go that I've been saying for a long time and take on God's opinion, not just of me, but, but of other people. But here's what we always say, this, how you relate from heaven to earth is how you relate person to person. You can't say you get along with God but you hate your brother who you see, right? So I want to see, I mean, it's easy for me to see God in Ford, right? And in Adriana and Ollie. Like, it's so easy for me to see God in them, but I want to be able to see God in Don. And he used to be that cute when he was a little kid. (laughs) Now he's a cute 50-year-old. But, you know, here, here's our reality, everybody. You're, 
you're, maybe you're not as cute as you used to be. Well. <laughs> Scott, who was it that used to say, you once were ugly, but now you are beautiful? Anybody remember that? And I, I think about the fact that, honestly, some of the most beautiful faces I've seen are the youngest and the oldest people I've ever known who just were not what they did, not what they had, and not what others said about them. So together, let's pray. I'm going to ask you to just take another minute to wonder if there's something God's asking you to fast during this season of Lent. And if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. You are the beloved of God, and God's favor is upon you. Let's fast the lies of I am what I do, I am what I have, I am what others say. And take in so deeply our belovedness so that we can actually start being the love that this world needs. If today you hear his voice, harden not your heart, would you listen for what might be a good fast for you? honoring the season that brings us to resurrection life. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would give each of us a way to fast. Let's stand together for prayers of the people. And I'm going to ask two brave people to come on up and lead us in it, because I didn't choose anybody this morning. So somebody brave, just run, run, run to the altar. All right, all right. Oh, we got two. And so you'll be right there. And do we have another um, choir mic right here that someone can help with? And then you guys, if you would, it's right next to you. If we could um, have if we could actually have uh, you guys introduce yourselves to the congregation so they know who's leading them today. Uh, Neil Anderson. And Neil, do you know what you're going to be fasting? You don't have to say it out loud. You can just say uh, yes yeah. or no. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, hi, I'm Pete Grilovich. Um, do you know I'm going to be fasting my phone. Ah, nice. Nice. Except for if I need to call. Well, yeah, or, you no. know, maybe my wife. <laughs> Only kidding. So let's take a minute here, and you will just go back and forth. It'll be on the back wall. You don't have to have the paper unless you prefer paper. 
And then we'll start with you, Neil, if you wouldn't mind, since you've done this before. Sure. And um, here we go. Let's pray together in the way that Jesus taught us. Our, Our Father, Father in heaven, in heaven hallowed be your name. Your, your kingdom come. Your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Because we are chosen, blessed, broken, and given, we listen for the prayers you want to pray through us and how you want us to respond. Oh, wait. Honey, can I have my bread? Can I have it? No, 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 the, the big loaf. Here we go. So it's really interesting that when Jesus, um, you know, like people when they're dying, they say some of the most important things. And the last, the last um, meal Jesus had with his friends, um, Jesus knew who he was and he knew what he was giving. He was giving his very own life. He had already claimed a self, so now he could lay down a self. And he took the bread, chose the bread, blessed the bread, broke the bread, and gave the bread. And this is what Jesus is going to be doing with us. As we claim a life and then we give our life away, Jesus chose you, blesses you, broken and given. And so part of the good work of the life of Christ in us is that we are chosen, we are blessed, we are broken, and we're given. And so that's our response to the prayers today. So all together, can we pray that? Have mercy on us and on the whole world. We are chosen, we are blessed, we are broken and given. Loving God, our world is in the midst of great turmoil in many places. For our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine and Yemen, the Middle East and Africa, we pray for your peace and protection today. I especially pray for. And so lift those names up. people around the world that you've seen hurting even on the news this week Jesus like you have mercy on us and on the whole world we are chosen we are blessed broken and given almighty God by the power of your Holy Spirit open our ears eyes, hearts, and very lives to your presence, that we would be blessed and healing reminders of your love to all those lives we touch. Today, that especially be for... Just say those that you know right now that need to hear God's voice and harden not their heart. Just lift their names, including yourself. 
together. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. We are chosen, blessed, broken, and given. Healing God, we ask that you would bring healing to people who are battling illness and protection to those who are vulnerable. We pray for your compassion and miraculous power. I pray for these names of my friends and family and community members who need your strength. Will you say their names out loud, everyone? And together, have mercy on us and on the whole world. We are chosen, we are blessed, we are broken, we are given. In this silence, we listen for your voice and trust you. together have mercy on us and on the whole world we are chosen we are blessed broken and given on the night that Jesus was betrayed he took bread he chose bread he blessed it and I just want you for a moment as you hold the bread in your hands Just hear God blessing you. You are my beloved, on whom my favor rests. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, he blessed it, he broke it and said, this is my body broken for you. And every time you eat, remember me. And today, will you take the bread like Jesus is giving it to you as a beloved child of God, blessed, chosen child of God? After supper was ended, Jesus took the cup and raised it and said, Take this, all of you, and drink. This is the cup of the new covenant, the covenant written in my own blood. It's for your forgiveness and the sins of the whole world. And every time you drink, remember me. together we receive what Jesus gave. We're going to take a few minutes right here for you to consider what God's spoken to you. What one thing did you hear from God today? 
what resonated with you. You can write it on a sticky note, put it on the board, write it in your own Bible. today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. this song together.
blessing over one another. Uh, reminders, so tomorrow is food pantry. Let's hear for food pantry. Yeah. Our opportunity to serve those in our community, partner with them, bless them, and celebrate what's going on uh, in our midst and try to help those that are in need. So we want to clear out the room when we're done here. Um, a couple of Quick notes, I'll give you the main things. If you could help, if anybody can help, hang around a little bit. The centerpieces, you just carry those over to the white table. That really helps us out a lot. The round tables go back in this room with the exit sign in the corner. And then Griff, are you going to be here for a few minutes? Uh, 
just raise your hand. Griff, if you could help get the chairs set up. So basically most of the chairs in the room, the black chairs, get set up for folks to uh, hang out in tomorrow evening. And the small little tables, the little square ones, come up here, okay? Orange chairs come up here as well. I think that's most of it. There's a few more things, and we'll take care of that, all right? So anybody can help with that. That is wonderful. If you're uh, going to be a part of the diversity meeting, that was your intent. That'll be in the cafe uh, at 12.15. So make sure you're up in the cafe at 12.15. And, um, and yeah, I think that's it. And thank you, sweetheart. That was, that was beautiful. Yeah, so good. So on this day... Be blessed. Know that you are chosen. Know that you are blessed. And know that any brokenness in your life is meant to be something that imparts something powerful in your life to be given. So go now. Go as God's chosen, bless, and give your life this week to those in need. God bless you guys. Love you. Have a great week.